So we are trying something here that we've talked about doing for a few years now. Uh, we're going to do this podcast at least weekly, some weeks, depending on what's going on in our lives. Maybe you'll get a bonus episode, but this is a working name right now. I don't love the name, uh, chat with Cat and Pat. Um, so if people are listening and they've got a better idea for a name based on what you hear, uh, we are all ears at this point. But if we delay this thing any longer, we're going to get far too old and not have the energy, and we just won't do this. Uh, we've been delaying and delaying and delaying. But here we are. My name is Patrick Gilroy, joined by my fiance, Katrina Pateri. And this is going to be kind of unique, Katrina, because we sit around and we'll, we'll be talking at dinner or hanging out with friends, and you'll look at me sometimes and say, this is why we need to do a podcast. Something will be happening in that moment and something triggers in your brain and you're like, this is exactly why we need to do a podcast. But unlike all the other podcasts that are out there, we're not going to do something Celtics specific. We're not going to do, you know, a sports specific thing. This is going to be more about, I think, lifestyle, what happens day in and day out between a couple of 40 somethings that have been through it. So, if you're into legitimate drama that happens day in and day out in other people's lives and you want to feel better about your own life, I feel like this is a good podcast for people to potentially listen to. Yeah. If you're looking for another couple to relate to post-divorce blended family style, that is us. Yeah, that is definitely us. Uh, so quick introduction. Uh, I am Patrick Gilroy. Uh, been on and off the radio for 20 some odd years. Um, recently walked away from my latest and last radio gig. It was just too much on the family and I miss it, which is a, a motivating factor for doing this. But truth be told, as I got older, I also got kind of sick of just talking about the Celtics or talking about the NBA. Um, there's more exciting things that are happening in the real world that matter more like the days of me losing sleep because the Celtics lost a game at least a regular season game I'm not going to lose any sleep playoff game NBA finals there'll be there'll be some lost sleep but in general we are a blended family uh, I am going to be 44 years old in a couple of weeks um love 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 media been involved in it forever and I'm excited to see what this thing can sort of turn into over the coming weeks and months. But why don't you introduce yourself? Because unlike unlike me, the, the people have never heard from you. This is your first foray into uh, the, the public medium here. Well, for me, if you've ever shopped in any retail establishment over the last 25 years in greater New England, and ever heard anyone introduce yourself, there's themselves as Katrina, just like the hurricane, um, then I was probably your customer service person. <laughs> um, so I spent over 20 years in the customer service industry, now in education, looking to debut my real estate career. Um, and it's all about people, all about connections, all about talking, all about being relatable. Um, and through my career, heard several different <laughs> fun little stories, or you just can't believe this Yep. Um, as the next thing. Uh, that has led it to be like, why not? Yeah. Why not? No problem talking in front of huge amounts of people and doing training and mentoring and selling and getting yelled at on manager on duty calls. So why not? 
why not? If you're not afraid to do it, you might as well use the voice that you have and and get into it. So um, our background, I've essentially was married for 14 years, got divorced four and a half years ago, uh, got a couple of kids of my own, uh, nearly 17-year-old daughter, 13-year-old son. They've got they're, they're a handful. They're a couple of handfuls, and we'll we'll get into all of that. Um, and then Katrina comes to the table with her own sort of backstory. Yeah, two divorces. <laughs> not one, but two. Not one, but two. Total combined, not even as long as you're married. <laughs> it's very, very, very true. Uh, right. I have a son who's in college, um, and then we didn't even introduce our parents. You have a mom who... Yeah, I mean, our parents, that's a whole episode unto itself, isn't it? Some help. Yeah, yeah. My dad lives down the road. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the parents are, uh, the parents truly do become the children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you, people say that and then it happens and it's like, well, what are you going to do? Um, so together, just, just to keep track here, together it's three divorces combined, three children combined. Um, we are both breadwinners to a certain extent, uh, especially when you, bring into the picture the exes. So our salaries living together under this roof are responsible for one, two, just count them, not including the parents. Mm -hmm. Three households um, require us to continue to earn the way that we earn. Like if if one of us has to take a step back in our career, it doesn't just affect the house that we live in, the house that we pay for, the house that we own. It dramatically affects to other households as well. It's like a lot of pressure. Ton of pressure, which is why, like, why not do a podcast we don't get paid for, but at least have passion in? Yeah, that's it. it, it it's, you know what, it's cheaper than therapy. And uh, I've heard other podcasters use that expression before. And, and I think that to a certain extent, there's some truth to that because it at least allows you to get stuff out there. So over the coming weeks and months, you'll hear about the exes, about the kids, about the complications. Um, and about the parents, my mom is a handful. Um, she is her own worst enemy. And she has done some things through her life that have put her in this position. And while I do have a sister, um, she has checked out of the equation. So it falls on me. And thank God I've got Katrina because she helps. But mom also doesn't live close. We're in southern New Hampshire. She's on the North Shore in Massachusetts. And every time she needs something, it's an hour in the car to get there, an hour in the car to get back. And if you spend an hour or two with her, you can very quickly lose a weekend. You can lose a day. Um, It's, again, it's a lot of pressure and it's something that we deal with. Now, the idea for today's show was to sort of set the table and give the listeners an idea of what's to come. So before we even think about wrapping this thing, I, I think a good way to give the listeners an idea is, okay, it, it's what, what is it, 4.30-ish, quarter five, it's snowing out, it's a Sunday evening. Um, per our parenting plan, we get Connor, the 13-year-old son, back tomorrow. Now, he's supposed to come back after school. It gets interesting when you've got other people in the equation because the lack of communication sometimes is shocking, and their inability to sort of uh, 
I guess, plan for the future or plan for tomorrow is shocking and it affects other people. So we sit here tonight. We'll, we'll wrap the podcast. As the two full-time workers. Uh, that, that, that's true. there's a snow day tomorrow. <laughs> so if there's a snow day tomorrow, I still have to work. You still have to work. The ex-wife does not work. <laughs> You'd think she might raise her hand and say, hey, I can keep him uh, for the day. Come get him after work. That won't happen. But that's the conundrum that we're in now because it is snowing out uh we are supposed to get four five six inches who knows so now we have to sort of sit and wait not just sit and wait to see if school is called will they have a snow day will they have a remote school day um and if delayed opening delayed opening and any one of those things affects the time in which connor comes back home and the manner in which he gets here uh the last time there was no school. It was a Monday. It was Martin Luther King Day. And <laughs> a holiday for the entire year as he's been to school. Yeah. And mom brought him to school. And just on days where it's a scheduled day off during the week for school, uh, the parenting plan says he gets dropped off back here at 9 a.m. 725, the, the, the doors are ringing and he's here. Why is he here? with his backpack on because mom took him to school on Martin Luther King Day. And when they saw that the lights were off and no one was home, then they realized that, oh, well, let's just bring bring him to dad's. So tomorrow, same deal. Is he going to school? If he's going to school, uh, that's fine. It means that everything should be status quo. But if there is no school, how does that get handled? How does he get here? Is he, If it's remote school, you would think that He'd stay at home at his mom's until school was over because remote school starts at 730, uh, which is an hour and a half before he's well, supposed to come here. Well, and still needed by a parent. Absolutely. Lunch needs to get delivered. Like there's still motions. That, that you have, have to, to go, go through. So it, this is a, a small little sliver, like a little insight into the world. And you are a planner. You like to know what's happening ahead of time. It, it, the adjustment. I mean, falling in love with me was your your own mistake. You did it. You're in it. You're screwed now because uh, you get all this stuff that comes with it, right? But one of the things I learned about you very early on was that you are a planner and it drives you crazy when you can't create a plan and then sort of execute that plan. How the hell do you even begin to deal with this? Because this is one example of one day involving one child. Multiply that by three and then by two because you've got your own stuff going on with your ex-husband. So, like, how do you manage that without going insane? It's called Josh Vine. <laughs> That's your first plug right there. So if anybody from Josh is listening, uh, you can mail the checks to uh, One Woodland Road. And, and, oh, we're going to give our address. Uh, why not? Why not? I didn't, I didn't give the – it's fine. It's fine. We're in the book. Um or maybe, maybe there's no money involved. Maybe it's a little trade. They send cases of wine mm -hmm. in exchange for you to talk about them. Yeah. Would that work for you? Yeah. Yeah, see that? Send the wine to One Woodland Road. Mm -hmm. So my name is Patrick Gilroy. Her name is Katrina Pateri. Is there anything else that you wanted to sort of bring to the table during episode one here? Or have you gotten it all out of your system? What do you, what do you want to do? Well, like, how about the story of how we first met? Because that's certainly unique. I mean, it, sure. You want to tell the world that that we met on Match.com? Match.com. I was given a gift card for Christmas. <laughs> I mean, it, 
there's no visual with the podcast yet. Maybe someday we'll introduce that. But Katrina's beautiful, and, and she knows it. She's always been beautiful. Um, you would look at her and say, "Why are you on match?" But when you understand her, her woes when it comes to some of the the, the men that used to be in her life, um, she needed a break from dating. So get hit on every day, but it it didn't matter. Like you weren't interested in dating. And I love that your coworkers sort of forced their forced yeah, your hand. I was very comfortable being single, owning my house, going home to my dog, spending Saturdays cooking, dinner and a movie at home alone. Like like I was okay with it. It, it was a very comfortable lifestyle. So long story short, I am newly I was going to say newly divorced at the time. I was separated at the time, which I did not know. I put it in first date. in black and white. I put it in my you message to you. Somehow <laughs> that that escaped you and you are the last person that would have ever had a second date with somebody that was still technically married. Um but you did and it worked, but you didn't realize it. That's fine. But how many how many messages in the first 24 hours that you were on match did you get? 82 messages the first 10 minutes. 82 messages. So, you know, for people that say, oh, I'll never win the lottery, I feel like I did. Uh, 82 messages. And how many did you respond to? Two. And what made us different? Um, it was more than just like, hi, how are you? Nice smile. You're pretty. It was actual like paragraphs of like something written. Out. Oh, I put the effort in. I saw her, her, her match.com picture. She was at Fenway Park with a friend rocking a, a Red Sox cap. And for anybody that knows me, you know that I, I love girls that rock baseball caps because to me if you can roll out of bed in the morning throw in a baseball cap and be pretty and be adorable and be sexy that that speaks volumes anybody can take themselves with makeup and you know put on fancy clothes and try real hard you're at fenway it, like you weren't trying at all mm -hmm. and the picture was it, it just it spoke to me so i put the effort in um did you ever go on a date with the other guy he never messaged back uh, Okay. All right. See that? I, I win again. Um, but long story short, we go back and forth for what, like a day, day and a half, two days of talk, of, of messaging yeah, on there? A couple of days, Drew, I figured out what your career was pretty quickly with the wordiness of your messages. You knew I was a sales guy. sales guy. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was busy selling myself. Uh, four years later, it looks like it worked. Um, but our first date, we, we decided we're going to go to this, this restaurant bar uh, down the street called Old School, and it snowed out. So it's Not snowing. snow, but like significant yeah. snow, like good eight to 10 inches of snow. And, and we were like mid-storm. So the storm hit early in the afternoon. Uh, we were both at work. So we were supposed to have dinner, I don't know, 6.30, 7 o'clock. We're going to meet there for the Celtics game uh, and, and to have dinner. So I'm driving home from work and I text her. Well, it wasn't necessarily dinner. It was drinks and apps. Yeah. And then if it felt comfortable, then we could do dinner. Okay. But th that's not the story. I mean, like the story is I, I text her and I'm like, I'm trying to be a gentleman at this point. Uh, it's snowing heavily. It's like blizzard conditions. And I'm, I'm like, if you want to postpone this because of the weather, just let me know. And she fires back. Like, I'm going to get the words wrong, but she fires back almost immediately. Like, if you want to cancel, don't blame it on the weather. Just tell me you want to cancel. Like, it was it, it was shocking. So I had to backtrack. I'm just trying to be a gentleman here. I'm just, you know, and she's come to find out she's a car girl and she had been in a car club. Uh, her car at the time was more than capable of getting through the snow. With but, brand new snow tires. I didn't know these things. I was just 
a newly single man dating for the first time in a long time. And I thought I'd be a gentleman. Um, but we have our date, the Celtics wind up going to overtime. Uh, and at one point, it, like, and it's going well. So we're two, two and a half hours in. We watch the entire game and I can tell she's into it. So this is a big check mark. Um, she doesn't just say that she's into it. Like clearly she likes the Celtics, which is speaking to me it, all like incredibly. And then they hit a three to force overtime and she's got jeans on that. Did you have the ones with the rip in the, in the no, thigh? I didn't wear a rip. Okay. Mm -hmm. But she's got jeans on. She looks great. And I, I grab her, like I hit her thigh, I grab her thigh. Um, and you are not somebody that allows people to no, touch you. To me, this was a good sign. I didn't immediately want to bitch slap you. Like, I, I, yeah, I made it through the night okay. So at that point, uh, she didn't hit me. And I felt like this is this is a good first sign here. Uh, I really sealed the deal, though. At the end of the date, I walked her to her car. And then what did I do? You cleared the snow off I cleared car. the snow off her car, which led to a second date, led to a third date. And four years later, we lived together. And we're going to get married uh, in less than a year. Which is kind of crazy, but that's the plan. That's the plan. So, as we start to exit the show, when I introed the show, I said, I'm Patrick Gilroy. That's Katrina Pateri. After we get married, what's your name going to be? Katrina Pateri on social media. <laughs> you can call me Katrina Gilroy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay because at this stage, um, if we don't get this one right, we are both so screwed. Like, financially, we're screwed if we, if we screw this up. Emotionally, we're screwed if we screw this up. Um, so basically, despite the fact that your parents probably told you growing up, don't put all your eggs in one basket, all of my eggs are in your basket. That sounds so weird, but I, it's true. Well, I'm a woman. I get technically, I guess I have eggs. You do have eggs. <laughs> so you want, speaking of eggs, are we going to have more babies? No. No more babies. Why is it, why no more babies? No. Because well, uh, well the, okay, mine's in college. Your two are a handful and fully grown. There's no way I'm going back to getting up at night, not having di like changing diapers, doing any of that. But we love to travel. Like our whole life has been a schedule for other people. Yeah. Like there is a light at the end of the tunnel. There is. That there might just be a schedule that it's like, huh? There I feel is. Like going out to eat tonight. There is. And when there's no babies, you can do that. Uh, so we made that decision early on. I joke with her about the fact that there's no babies, but it's fine. Uh, we don't need to have babies. Eventually, there'll be grandbabies. And that's all the babies or a puppy or a puppy. You know, uh, that's all that we need. That's it. So I'm Patrick Gilroy. She is Katrina Pateri. Uh, as of right now, it's chat with Cat and Pat. But who knows what that's going to turn into. Episode one is in the books uh, at some point this week it'll get published along with the publishing uh we'll announce when episode two will come out uh we've both got a long week of work ahead and for all intents and purposes it's good because there's plenty of content for the show that comes out of our jobs and i can't wait to introduce certain characters into the program like my 78 year old ceo and his 50 year old son and the things that we go through, um, there'll be stories shared and some of the things will be unbelievable and some of them, who knows, but we both have unique, unique jobs and they're very different from one another. And one of my favorite things about our relationship is our ability to sort of bitch and complain at the end of a long day because you get it and I get it and I know that you get it and it makes it a little bit easier to tolerate some of the things that we have to tolerate. 
pool and sometimes we just play a fun game of who's day had more unbelievable options. That's a fun game. We should try it live on, on the air sometime. So this is episode one in the books. We'll talk to you guys again at some point later this week. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, tune in again, tell your friends. Um, I promise you some of the stuff that we share will be mildly shocking, but we, we hope to entertain and, uh, and avoid therapy because you know, the $40 copays for both of us, it's 80 bucks. Once a, if we, if we both went to therapy once a week, $40 copay times two. So be $360 a month that we are saving just by doing this podcast. No therapy, no therapy. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys again real soon. Bye-bye.